Sometimes I wish I did a little more of my life instead of hanging out in front of places selling weed and shit. Who would want me as their friend? If I'd have dropped dead tonight, only you and Elias would remember I even existed. Never can do anything without you. I trust the It Wasn't just me. It was filming. It was my best fit, best fit, best fit, best fit. You were all I ever dreamed about. You love her. You can always start another chapter. You want me to just forget about you? This is the end, beautiful friend. This is the end, my only friend. The end, dream bigger. Of our elaborate plans. The end, I'll never look into your eyes again. What did you What did you think of it? Like honestly, uh, I gotta admit, man, this this movie is very sad. It's incredibly sad. It's a very. I'm bear in mind, I finished it twenty minutes ago, and I've yeah, only yeah, yeah. just stopped crying. Um, <laughs> oh right, so no wait, you found it literally sad, sad, heartbreakingly sad, heartbreaking, oh, no, I... heartwarming, awe inspiring, <laughs> all in one. What? All in one. No, 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 no. I found I found this sad for all the wrong reasons. I found this a saddening film. It was a saddeningly awful film. What the fuck? I wanted to like what? it. I wanted to like it so much. And it is it is awful. It's not no, it's not even that. It doesn't even have the bollocks to be all out awful. I it's don't... even worse than that. It's a bad film with a great plot that's been wasted. Do you know what I think? It's wasted on what? you. <laughs> because you <laughs> Because I'm an adult. Because you're looking at this like it's a real life thing and they're real life people and it's not the viewers universe where everything is slightly comical right. and exaggerated like a comic book universe. Right, yeah, You yeah, should yeah. treat them the same. Okay. Okay, so what I'm doing is I'm... Uh, so I just have to go through the weird cognitive dissonance of watching a film yes. that's supposed to be about real life. It's not about real life. But it's instead... Co- but it's supposed to be about real life because it's no, no, no. look look at these real people working no, 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 in a convenience store. You've had superheroes. No, 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 you've no. had action heroes. This film's about people working in a convenience store. Nope. But actually, it's not. It's not about people. It's about comic book people. But it's not a comic book. It's a fucking film. Exactly. And you're supposed to feel bad for them, but they're not real people. So don't relate to them because they're not real people. But relate to them. Feel sad about them because they go through real things. Is it real or isn't it? No. Am I supposed to? And it, yes. Right. It's not real. So and why? Yes. Right. Exactly. Fuck that. Fuck that. No, it is though, because it's shit will get off the pot. Because it's this literally is bo- it's a bollocks film for bollocks people with bollocks oh, taste. Oh god, look who sounded like Randall now. Shit will get off the pot, Dante. Referencing the movie that you say you hate to make a point about the movie that you hate is fucking meta, which is a little bit no. like the movie we're covering today, Rob. Oh yeah, 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 Ben. I had no problem with the film being meta. No, no, no. I wanted the Listen. film to oh, be my. better. I don't know what the fuck. I wanted even, a better even, film, even, not a meta this film. This is fucking mental to me because the viewers universe is like yep 
it's like watching your heroes do really mm-hmm. mundane, boring shit that mm-hmm. you have to do on a day-to-day basis, right? Yes, yeah, or, or like reality. Sure. Oh, I deal with that. I relate to that. Sure. Except they're fucking 2D people. Oh, hear me it's out. It's a fucking puppet show. It's hear a Punch out. and Judy show for cunts. Hear me out. So as you're watching your heroes do the really mundane, relatable shit, but they are heroes yep. because this isn't yep. the real life universe. This is the viewers' universe where everything is slightly different it's loosely based in reality mm. but the the comedy is different the timing is all different like it, it's just it's reality adjacent right yeah yeah so yeah. the way that i'm looking at clerk street is do you remember the moment where you're growing up right and you're looking at your yeah. your mom and you're like fuck she is a superhero she can do everything yeah she can all the time she's just a fucking superhero yeah, yeah. have you had the moment where your superhero becomes human yet and you're like, oh, yes. Oh, okay. So no, it's not superhero going to live forever. Like when you read a comic book and your hero's done yeah, something yeah. awesome and then you put that comic book down and then they live forever in your mind as being the person that can do that. And then you never yeah, have yeah. to deal with any of the bad shit that comes off the end of it. Yeah, yeah. this is Batman getting leukemia. Exactly. Exactly. It's watching your hum- It's watching your hero become human and then fucking destroy you because you're like, oh no, at the end of Clerks 2, they were still very much alive and my heroes mm-hmm. and they still had all the goofy shit going on. Except mm-hmm. for now they're old. They're facing very, very real shit. Me and you are mm-hmm. approaching this age, by the way, man. So this is like... We're about halfway there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right no, off. No. They're not even 50 in this movie. They're 50 in this they're movie. They're not 50 in this movie. They're no, they're they're nearing fifty. They're not fifty. But what I'm saying is right. So this point that I'm making mm-hmm. is that when I watch this, you're my hero. So when I'm watching right. my heroes in this viewers universe become human, mm. all that's going through my mind is, me and Rob are best mates. Me and Rob are working our dicks off to make mm-hmm. something out of nothing. We're trying yep. to fucking like navigate our way through the bullshittery and the mental fucking mess yep. and all of this shit. The same way that these guys have for the last however many fucking decades. Uh-huh. And then Clerks 3 happens and all I'm thinking is <laughs> which fucking one of us is going to go first? It's going to be me. I do, but that makes it worse because I don't want to be Randall in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, don't Randall me. Dante me. Fuck. Yeah. I'll... D- <laughs> I'm I'm the one that gets all the women, so I'm clearly Dante. Yeah, and I'm the one. I'm the shorter one, and I'm I am the, the funnier one. one. All right, yeah, okay, I'll take Randall. All right, fine, fine. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back on talking well, you know, terms. So see, you know, you know that you know the uh, you know the anecdote. That, all right. So, firstly, to your point, I don't disagree. And um, this is what I mean. I think by, before I say, we get into this, we need to start the fucking episode because all we've done is yell at each other and we've done nothing <laughs> podcasty. So I was thinking of just doing it at the end. Do you reckon? <laughs> no, fuck it. We'll do it. Yeah, yeah. I'll drop it in now and then come. We'll yep. come back to it because <laughs> this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And with that, hello everyone and welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast. My name's Ben Groves. <laughs> My name's Rob McFarlane. <laughs> and in in answer to your point about what happens in this plot. I'm not angry at the plot. In fact, well, I am angry at the plot for being good. Mm-hmm. Because if this plot was awful, mm-hmm. I could just write the film off and go, it's dog shit. Mm-hmm. The fact that the plot is really good, it's exactly what needs to happen to finish this trilogy, and everything else around it is dog shit, is what really hurts. I love the Viewersk universe for a time. Mm-hmm. I remember being in my in my teenage years watching... Clerks, Dogma, Chasing Amy, mm. and going, wow, these are incredible films. Because Ball rats. Part, 
Fuck more rats. <laughs> part of the <laughs> fuck more rats. Hated more rats. Always hated more rats. But part of what made these films so incredible mm-hmm. is nobody in cinema spoke the way Kevin Smith's characters spoke. They were incredibly rude, mm-hmm. incredibly frank, and incredibly coarse. And it was the way that me and my friends spoke. And it was the first time I'd seen the things that me and my friends were into, talking about those things the way me and my friends spoke about them on cinema. So it was realistic. It was it was realism. It was a real world. It was more real than the polite scripts that I saw in other films of the era. Yeah. It was, wow, what an incredible insight, right? So, I loved this franchise. I really did. I really, really loved this franchise. And there is a, there is a, there's a plot point in this where there's a guy who dies sucking his own dick. And I feel that that's what Kevin Smith has done with his career. It's a better He's movie, got so man. busy, it should have been a better movie. Mm. The, the reason I hate this so violently, more than the reboot, by the way, because the reboot was just dog shit. Jesus Christ. The reboot was just dog really shit under a wrong banner. Well. Yeah, yeah. I hate this one more because this is like seeing the girl that you loved the most as a teenager behind the bins sucking dick for a fiver with track marks on her arm. But that it makes me sad and angry. Whereas you just you just join the queue. You're like, yeah, great. No, Set me up no. for some nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> Set me up Absolutely for some nostalgia. No, 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 it's no, 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 no. It's it's You've sad. Taken, it's, you can't apply that to my fucking view of the movie. That's not my view of the movie. <laughs> the way I think your analogy there is right is you're like the person that was that you loved the most in high school mm-hmm. makes you feel. Like you were that age again, and seeing that person in that state now makes you feel much older in a completely different world. Like fuck, what happened, right? No, it doesn't make me feel much older. It makes me feel bad that I ever liked those things in the first place. Why? And it makes me feel bad because this is so shit that it makes me look at Chasing Amy and Dogma and go, were they ever funny? Yes. And I I rewatch them and they are. So why isn't this? And I think the reason is nothing was ever as damaging to Kevin Smith's career as a fan base because he constantly serves them. He knows whatever he makes in the viewers universe Mm -hmm. is going to find an audience. So he's both simultaneously incredibly careless and just goes, oh, fuck it. This, that'll do. That'll do. That'll do. Oh, it's a callback. Oh, it's a reference. Ah, ha, ha. Nom, 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 nom. Suck my own dick. And also incredibly insecure and doesn't actually do anything like the shots in this. Hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. That I'm, I'm going to have to massively disagree. I think that's like, that's a way of viewing it. And that's fine. Mm. You're yeah, completely yeah. like correct. But for me personally, it's the fan service and the fans that have, that have kept him going up until now. And with him being self-aware enough to recognize that it's, okay, this big event in my life has nearly fucked me up. What got me here? And this is just a thank you letter to the the weird fucking customers mm-hmm. in his weird little shop, in his weird little job. Yeah, the little monologue at the end is lovely. It's fucking I'd have listened to I'd have listened to that and not watched the film but he, and pretended this was a good film and been way happier. See, but the thing is, right, even the bit where he's like, the original ending of the movie was supposed to be Randall ages to 90 and on the screening of his last... Yeah, yeah think he he does this you know whatever but he left it exactly how it is purely because it was it was picture perfect and i think that's all this is mm-hmm. doing for the for clerks franchise it's just framing it out in a picture perfect way to give 
the fans of Clerks and Clerks too, especially, but the viewers universe as a whole, it's a it's a mm-hmm. a nice ending point to where it all began. It just goes full circle. So if it was to be anything other than this, it would still be great. But I just, for me personally, I wouldn't have been mm. able to get behind it as much as I did now. Because mm. I think doing the fan service stuff and doing the fucking, the callbacks to mm. the stuff that got us here in the first place, it's not just a callback for him. It's a callback for me. Yes. And it's a callback for people watching. And it's like, as we're watching it, it's like, uh, if when he calls back to stuff in Clerks. Yeah. I remember being 12 and 13 and the impact that that had on me, right? Yeah. And that gives me my little hit of nostalgia. But the way that they're doing it is in an almost like, not a mocking way. It's a very self-aware. It's very, very self-aware, very meta, very sort of... What's the phrase I'm looking for? Yeah, sure. sucky. Sure, I mean, if it makes me feel good, sure. Go for it. <laughs> I'd, I'd let him do it all over again. You don't look again? at the trap. Don't 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 look at the track marks on our arm, mate. Just lean up against the bin and enjoy it. No, that analogy doesn't track, man. It doesn't track. <laughs> Unlike her arms. No, no, no. Because <laughs> this isn't. This isn't. Because you're implying that Clerks Three is a fucking like track marked homeless sex worker behind a uh, restaurant. Mm. I don't think that that is it at all. For me, it was. I think this is. A, uh, no, okay, okay. This is a send off that we all needed, man. And I, do you know what? I didn't need it because I had Jay and Silent Bob reboot. And I had James. I had I had a thousand Kevin Smith viewers universe films. Mm. If this was the first time he'd ever looked back mm-hmm. and referenced himself, it would be a triumph. But it's not. It's the fifth or the sixth constant. Oh, remember this? Member, member Chewbacca. Yeah, everyone loves the member berries. Member Death Star. Whenever I talk it's, to it's South, just... whenever I talk South Park to anyone, they always bring up the fucking member berries. I Do you know why they love them <laughs> so much? That's like when I clocked out of South Park. No, no, no. The reason I love member berries, mm-hmm. and the reason you hate member berries, mm-hmm. is because you are up to your eyeballs in member berries. I can look behind you right now and see your member berries. Yeah. And we are in we are in do you know they're doing a do you know they're doing a sequel to Tornado? <laughs> what do you mean tornado? Do you mean twister? Member tornado? Twister. Twister. Yeah, I was sorry, twister. Say, what the fuck is tornado? But they're doing a sit what, what twister two. <laughs> Now there's two twisters, and it's just Twister Two, Electric Boogaloo. The, twi- the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah. tornadoes at the end fight each other for the yeah, house yeah. they're trying yeah, to destroy. Yeah, yeah. There's like... going to be good. There's going <laughs> to yeah, be a good yeah, tornado yeah. and a bad. Tor- one yeah, tornado's yeah. ripping up like yeah, Alabama, and the this other is, one is laying this is it back where down. Like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. We are chewing the cultural cud. Yeah, of course. Generally, incredibly hard. Yeah. And Kevin Smith has been. We've been there for years, man. If he'd made, uh, if he'd made this in, if he'd made Chasing Amy two directorially i'm not talking about i'm not talking about a sequel i'm saying right the 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 awkward framing and the and the stagey one two three go delivery of the lines where the two actors may as well not be in the same room because it's cut to randall cut to dante there is nothing shared in them they are literally 180 degrees this is early on it changed the tone shifts pretty rapidly so about 20 minutes before the end it does but anytime they're in the convenience store Anytime they're in the convenience store, mm. the angles are what the angles have to be, I'm sure, because of the geography of the fucking set. Mm-hmm. Or I say the set, of the actual fucking convenience store. Yeah. I'm sure that's why they were that way in the first one. I'm sure that's why they're that way in this one. And the second one. But it's an amateurish it's an amateurish and homespun way of doing things. Now, Clerks, mm-hmm. which is a very cheap movie to make, mm-hmm. 
makes perfect sense and it's charming because yeah. it's a guy's first film and I like Clerks yeah. not because of those things but in spite of them. Yes. So to see them so slavishly reproduced in this one. Yes. It's you've you've identified the wrong thing that I love about that film. Okay. For me, I'm sat here going, why am I watching a student film made by a millionaire? Because I understand that the first one was really cheap to make. Yeah. This one's just a cheap watch. So what you wanted was you wanted it to go Jurassic Park, super strong. Jurassic Park 2, yeah. same vein, super strong. Then you wanted yeah, to yeah. throw it all out the window, huge budget, different director, make everything bigger, better, fancier, JP3. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because we've covered stuff like this in the past where it does exactly mm-hmm. what you're saying and it just ruins yeah, the it. fucking yeah, franchise yeah. completely. Yeah, yeah, no, it does. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm saying there are there is a, there is a, the exchange between Randall and Elias that gives... Ra- We're not telling you the plot for this, by the way, because either you've seen it or you haven't. If you haven't seen it, you're never going to see it because you don't want to. Um, but you should because it's, it's fucking said- insanely good. If you like Ben's films, like Wet Hot American Summer Great movie. and Paw Patrol, I don't then... Want, what the fuck is Paw Patrol? <laughs> Super Troopers, maybe. <laughs> I don't fucking know what Paw Patrol is. Yeah, right. You're the one that's into Sam. the fucking dog movies, fucking ABC. <laughs> You're taking the piss. You know, I've only ever seen one of those, right? <laughs> I just I just bring them oh, up. You know, who, you know which one of us has a fucking Airbud A3-sized poster? Yes. Huh? Yeah, yeah, I cuddle up to it. Who no, is it? It's me. Oh, there we go. Because you bought it. Because you bought it for me, so you could win this argument. <laughs> <laughs> and it's paying itself off, man. It was worth <laughs> it that really poster, by the way. Sixty yeah. quid. Yeah, it's not cheap. That's a that's a cinema poster. They are like the fucking rarest posters that exist. Apparently, <laughs> no one gave a shit. No one gives a shit. So that was probably like the original poster. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. No one gives a fuck though. <laughs> <laughs> 60 quid for a fucking Airbud poster just so I can win an <laughs> argument in an episode. Yeah, yeah. I spent 60 quid on a poster that no one cares about to win a shitty argument six months in the future for no reason. Yeah. You're welcome. Nicely done, mate. Do you know who else would do that? Randall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they would. I know what you're saying, right? And I know, I know the points you're making. They are valid mm. and they are correct. Yeah. For me personally... And I think for a big chunk of the fan base, I should probably mention as mm. well, there is no middle ground in this discussion. Like, this <laughs> no. isn't this isn't just me and you. In ours or the, or the social one. The no, global yeah. discussion of Clerk Street, there is no middle ground. There is, I've never yeah, seen yeah. a single comment. I've never heard a single mm-hmm. podcast. I've never heard anyone sit there and go, yeah, it's all right. Never. Yeah. It just doesn't, it doesn't exist. It's either, I fucking love this. It broke me. Mm-hmm. It literally hit me square in the heart. Or, yeah, yeah. fuck you, Kevin Smith. You yeah, just yeah. ruined Clerks for me, right? They're the, they're the <laughs> yeah, two. yeah, yeah. Which is what he's done. He's, that's what See, he's done This for is me. the thing. So for me, made, it's, yeah. it's for me, hands down, unironically, mm-hmm. not taking the piss, yeah, yeah. best film of 2022. Yeah. yeah. Not taking, it's literally mm-hmm. one of the best films I've seen this year, by a long shot. Yeah. For you, <laughs> hate it. So that's where we're at with this discussion, but this is like a, a, yeah, yeah. a global thing. Anyway, Everything that you're saying about the first one being cheap because it needed to be cheap, and this one being uh, this one felt cheap. Mm. If he'd have put millions of dollars into the budget of this and switched it up and made it a huge fucking production, I would have despised it. I would have fucking hated it, and I wouldn't want him to do that either. My issue is, actually, there's a scene which um, I might pop at the end after the soapbox so people can hear what I'm talking about. Put it in here. 
All right, here, play the scene, and I'm going to play the um, the Randall speaks to Elias, uh, talking about Jesus kites. <laughs> here we go. There were two men who were crucified with Jesus, Randall. Holy fuck! A good thief and a bad thief. If they were caught, I'd say that makes them both bad thieves. The bad thief said, "If you are really the son of God, get us down from here and save us." So why is this guy called the bad thief? Call him the practical thief with common fucking sense. Ah, but the good thief said, Jesus did no wrong, whereas we are but thieves. What the fuck are but thieves? Ah, uh, well then the good thief said, Jesus, remember me in your kingdom. And Jesus said to the good thief, today you shall be with me in paradise. Paradise is a strip club. It's not a strip club, Randall. It's heaven. So the moral of your never-ending story is even in heaven, it's all about who you know. The moral of the story is, if you didn't go to heaven as a guest of Jesus, like the good thief, where did the bad thief go, Randall? God, not that I want to prolong your sermon, but how is it blasphemy to remind a guy he's the son of God? Maybe the bad thief thought Jesus had a born identity thing going on, like Jesus fell off a boat, hit his head, and caught amnesia. He was born in a manger. Now he's born again. Matt Damon is Jesus born in the born nativity. <laughs> Heavenly Father, I beseech thee, please oh, smite this brain heretic. Okay, here's what annoys me about that scene. Nobody in real life mm -hmm. interjects with punchlines that the other person leaves them gaps for mm -hmm. and then doesn't react to. That's not how a conversation works. In real life. What's happening there is you've got, yeah, you've got, Elias monologuing, sure, and then you've got the the chorus of of Randall dropping in, right? Yeah, it's almost like he's just there to derail the conversation, right? If those punchlines were really funny, <laughs> I wouldn't mind it, but they're not. And it's it's whilst what you couldn't see whilst you were listening to that mm -hmm. is the camera is cutting between an almost one eighty degree shot. Yes, so the camera is equidistant between them, mm -hmm. and it barely doesn't cross the line as it goes from. Uh, from an angle's point of view, as it goes from static shot of Elias and his, and his mate to static shot of Randall, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not saying spend millions of dollars, but I'm saying this is a pivotal moment in your film and you're doing it as one... Talking about the kites? Yeah, because that's what gives him the heart attack. Yeah. Because Elias says smite him. Oh, yeah, he this is... A heart attack. He gets the heart attack around the front, though, when you've got the static shot of Randall and Elias together. Yeah, I just I'm just saying it's it's you can watch a film and if you notice the direction, mm -hmm. it's like the soundtrack. If you notice it, mm -hmm. is it really doing its job? And I would this film to me every to every shot, I was aware of a team of people stood behind him, mm -hmm. stood behind me, the viewer, and Kevin Smith giving notes, and it felt like a student film. And I understand why. Mm. I understand why because it's calling back. To clerks, clerks one, which was essentially a student film, which was a student film, yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah. But that's not why I loved it. I no, loved of it not. because, in spite of the fact it was a student film, yeah. it got across a really important message about real people and people that I could relate to. I can't relate to these people. Brian O'Halloran is an incredible actor, and he is not allowed to be a credible, incredible actor in this film, aside from the scenes with Rosario Dawson. And the scene at the end. I Every single thing. Wholeheartedly disagree. <laughs> Any scene that he is behind the counter with Randall, yeah. he does not speak like a human being. 
He speaks like an SNL actor delivering a line. He speaks like Dante. On TV. Yeah. He's Dante. That's, that's Dante through yeah. through. Clerks you 1, Clerks 2, he's Dante. He's consistently Dante in all three movies. Uh-huh. And then, just as a side note for Brian O'Halloran mm. in this movie. He's incredible when he's allowed to be. Not even incredible. Like, what in the fuck? Where did that come from? That It was so left field. He just mm. fuck it, dude. I mean, the bit of the cemetery got me, right? And I was like, "Fuck, yeah, man." Yeah, do, you know, do you know what? Do you know why? Because in that one, he's allowed to act naturalistic. Hundred percent. Conversation. He's not delivering punchlines for a hundred percent. Because Dante is feeling real, like real deep, fucking saddening mm-hmm. emotions, goth boy. But whereas, because he's not sad and fucking emotional <laughs> all the time, goth boy, he's gonna be Dante, mm-hmm. who he has been for 20 years <laughs> mm-hmm. 30 years nearly yeah <laughs> so what i'm saying is i fully get it mm-hmm. but dante has to be dante right but then when dante yeah. faces a horrendous loss like yeah. heartbreaking life altering loss and it's it's his grievance and mourning and his mm-hmm. trying to deal with this is when you get those reality stings because that's the most yeah. relatable points that we as an audience member can relate to because the viewers universe whilst everything might be shitty and kind of like everyone's yeah. down on their luck and you know life's hard you still get the punchlines you still get the, the weird fucking customers you still get the dead guy mm-hmm. in the toilet that fucks you know what i mean do you know what do you know what it is my favorite kevin smith mm-hmm. is jersey girl <laughs> <laughs> zach and mary no okay my, my the favorite thing I like about Kevin Smith, and we've just covered the Universal monsters, mm-hmm. is when there's gray area between the characters, and there are performances that do not hit you over the head with how you are meant to feel at every time. And when I say this is a stoner movie, I don't mean that this is a movie about stoners. A movie about stoners. It's a movie made by one, yeah, who is watching it and going, "I don't. I'm not sure the audience are going to know what to feel right now because they're going to be five brownies and two two fucking blunts in." So I need every character to explicitly state how they are feeling. There is zero subtlety. Zero this subtlety. This is a hammer of a 100%. film. 100%. And Kevin Smith is best when he allows subtlety. And that's my problem with the Dante performance. When he's allowed his full range, mm-hmm. he's incredible as an actor. Mind-bendingly good. As is uh, Dante, Randall, all the characters, when they're allowed to quieten down, mm-hmm. they're incredible. And what I find fascinating is that for most of this movie, they're not quiet. No. And it's not because they can't be. No, of course not. It's because somebody has said, I want you to go, I'm not even supposed to be here today. Yeah, that's the, that's the clerks thing. That's clerks and clerks too. Come on. Yeah, I don't mind the line. It's the fucking delivery of it. Yeah. When every line is like that, yeah. it gets exhausting. I, every line's not like that. Stop exaggerating. Come on. Now. I'm aware that I've been a grumpy little fucker. For a, this, but a I want to point out, little fucker, you've been a fucking big grump this entire time. This entire, we started this episode fucking arguing, <laughs> man. <laughs> There's a couple points I want to make <laughs> on top Firstly, of the ones you've already done. Okay. Yeah, but this is this is in a different direction. Right. The reason I'm so angry at this film is because little goth boy, I do lo- likes to feel his own emotions. <laughs> <laughs> I do love the viewers universe and Clearly. I wanted this I wanted this to be the send off and it had the right plot for it to be the send off. Mm-hmm. Just read the plot of this on Wikipedia and imagine it and go 
Oh, what a lovely, what a lovely way to wrap it up. If you've still got any warmth for, if you've still, if you've still got time for Kevin Smith's antics, watch it. And I genuinely and sincerely will be so incredibly jealous of how much you will love this film because I wanted to love it. And I hope you do too. I'm going to go the opposite way. (laughs) I'm going to go, if you have lost interest in Kevin Smith recently, Mm -hmm. arguably this will bring you back to the Clerks era. Mm-hmm. very similar it's obviously now it's all in color and it's it's very matter in like the making of clerks right oh, or the making God. of inconvenience i loved it though it's a snake sucking its own dick in an infinite loop but this is the thing so it could reignite yes you. and and i and i envy that i do envy that it has the potential to reignite your love and your passion for it i do envy your love but it does however have the power to turn you into sad goth boy and only <laughs> want to watch dog basketball movies and Magnolia. <laughs> now, there is one thing, Ben, that you and I will never disagree on mm. about the Viewers' Universe. And uh, it has to be mentioned because this is our final Viewers' Universe episode. You can go back and listen to our previous ones. We're very proud of them. They were probably our first big hit on this podcast. They were? Well, my first big hit on this this podcast. Well, it's because we tied off all the other fucking video game nonsense that we were doing for (laughs) a year and then just sucked it all off and we're like, fuck it. Can we actually do film now? (laughs) So so do go back and listen to them because this is is the delayed but nonetheless end point of this one. And I think there is no better lesson to take from any of these than... Jason Muse is a fucking god, and he is a bright spark in this film of unimaginable proportions, precisely because he has changed. And he's been allowed to change. Yeah. And I love the fact that they're shooting at night. Yeah. And they're being noisy. Yeah. And he fucking smashes the door open and goes, Shut the fuck up, it's night time. Yep. <laughs> I do. D- d- j- <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up! It's night time, and then just slams the door behind and, him. Yeah, yeah, I was crying for, in the for, cinema at that. I could not for, stop for, laughing. It's because it's a sign that Jay has grown over the mm. years mm. more than any of the other fucking mm-hmm. characters, you know. And it's a lovely, it's a lovely reflection yeah. of like Muse as an actor. Jason Muse as an actor is not the guy he was in Clerks. It's not the guy that he was when he of course was. Not. Uh, you know, Clerks Two was a great. Fucking since Clerk between Clerks Two and now Jason Muse has done incredibly well. Yeah, of course. Um, in his fucking personal life and his growth and all that sort of stuff. And to have it reflected in that line is mwah, beautiful. But it's also just fucking hilarious. Yep. And Jason Muse for me, I he will never not give me the warm and fuzzies. Jason Muse is God tier in every fucking sense of the word. Not only is he an God-tier. incredible actor. He has, mm-hmm. like you said, he's matured as Jason Mewes. He's an incredible person. But he's also yeah. matured as Jay from as Jay, Jay and Silent Bob. <laughs> so he's gone from being yeah. the little stony kid outside the shop, like fucking wailing on people who bash on the time. You know what I mean? Shut the fuck up, it's night time. Now he's just an old man who wants to be in bed <laughs> at night. And he's like, stop fucking yelling outside my door. It's beautiful. <laughs> Everything that's happening in between is beautiful. Same with Silent Bob. Yep. And you are correct. They have matured yeah, and yep. it's nice to watch them do that. Dante and Randall. Have not matured, and I'm I don't, stuck in a I time don't line. agree with that. I think they have matured, but they've matured within their own circumstances. Jane, Silent Bob have matured in ways where they have stopped two movies about their lives being made, found out that like all this shit has gone on with the comic book world. They've they've gone through ups and downs, left, right, and centers. Yeah, 
they got busted for doing the drug front for the cock smoker when it was like a fake restaurant before yeah, pot yeah. was legal in Jersey. <laughs> yep. And now it's legal. They own the video store that they grew up outside of. They've turned it into a pot store. They're the dealers they always wanted to be. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Randall and Dante are in the exact same convenience store, working yep. the same shifts, doing yep. the same shit for the same people. The only yep. difference is, is that they thought that if they owned it, it would be better, right? Yeah. Guess not. <laughs> so they have grown up, they have matured, but they've matured in a way that was it was personal to their situation, not in a way that we would expect. Yeah. Like, because as me and you, me and you especially, mm-hmm. right? We are. I don't know whether it's the the mental health or the fucking the fact that we've you came from fifteen years a yeah, fifteen yeah. year strong career. I've just come from a, a an eight year strong career. Something we're both incredibly proud of. Yeah, we yeah. are fully fucking tanked those into yeah, the yeah, ground yeah, 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 yeah. and are having yeah, to start yeah. at square one, right? Yep. So we're not gonna we, it's we're not gonna be the Dan, the Dante and Randall situation because no. it's gonna be. We fucking clawed our way up as high as humanly yep. possible in the past once before. It was just and in we're the incredibly wrong... unhappy once exactly. we got Exactly. Yeah. It's just the wrong fucking direction. And we clicked yeah. onto it a lot earlier. So we're going to be the only... So it might not be relatable in that sense. Yeah, of course. But what I'm going to say is, right... Is... But we've been in that space. We've been in that space. We're... Do you know what I mean? It's just that it hit us a lot earlier. Of course earlier. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the points I'm going to make about this movie, just dead quick. You mentioned the old school SNL. Yeah. Which you're a fan, I'm not. Which which is everyone's issue. a fan of old school SNL. It's fine, <laughs> but, no. <laughs> but no. it's why you've got Fred Armisen. It's why you've got Bobby Moynihan. It's it's those. It's a it's a callback to an era when clerks. What a surprise! A callback to an era when clerks was mm. coming through. You know what I mean? It's not yeah, just yeah, about yeah. Kevin Smith sucking his own dick. It's it's literally about the era that it was released into. It's a callback yeah, yeah. to all this. Impractical Jokers were fucking big for about 20 minutes back in the day. They're all mm-hmm. in this. Whom mm-hmm. I love, by the way. <laughs> yeah. It's American humor again. I know, I know. Yeah, And yeah, I yeah. think in the first act, quite early on, there's a lot of cheap humor. And there's a lot of, like, butt thieves mm. jokes, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think that that needed to be there. Because if you watch the trailer for this movie, which I've just done after watching the movie, because I wanted to make sure for myself, yeah, yeah. you watch the trailer for this movie... There is not a fucking... There's not a clue that it is going to go the route that it does. It's so fucking left field from the trailer. So the fact that Kevin Smith puts this trailer together like, hey, it's a goofy little callback thing, not... Yeah, I want to go. Ah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bleep that because I was just thinking that's the only time we've actually said anything about the plot. So let's just beep it, and then. People can. We've yeah. said we've said we've said vagueness about what happened. All right, we've not. All right, let me let up. me rephrase it. You need the cheap humor to begin with, yeah, yeah, to set you in for an expectation of what the rest of the movie is going to be, which it then isn't, and then it fucking hits you in the mouth with a school bus going 150 miles an hour with no warning yeah. from square out of left field, and you're just left there, either thinking, "What the fuck have I just watched?" or you're so incredibly heartbroken <laughs> that yeah. you're that the last 30 years of your life mm-hmm. falling in love with this universe and you've just watched I can't I can't do it without spoiling it you've just watched the must yeah 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 to someone you love it's the moment where you realize it's that your Batman parents leukemia. it's yeah, yeah. where you realize that your hero is a human 
And it's yeah, that yeah. again, but as a fully grown adult, that shit hits twice as hard because I'm now self-aware enough yeah, to yeah. realize that that is that moment. I, I, can, I pinpoint I can, the I... moment when my mum became human to me. She was my fucking superhero growing up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Single parent, provided everything, yeah, yeah. worked her fucking fingers to the bone. And then a moment came where everything was flipped. And then it was suddenly, I'm I'm helping out there. It's now, yeah, it's yeah. now my duty to sort of I'm now, roll yeah. over us a little bit and, and yeah. help out. And it was that that switch. Even thinking about it now is fucking heartbreaking. So to watch it in a movie when yeah. you think you're safe and this is your nice little escape. Oh, here you go. Yep. Here's a nice little blast of nostalgia. Boom! <laughs> Do you know what it is? And I, trauma. I think, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it is. Trauma, trauma yeah, is what yeah. it is. <laughs> but but I, think, I, I, think, I think that's a really good point. And I think I, we can narrow down whether or not you will enjoy this movie or not down to two things. Okay. With no shame at all, and mm-hmm. I am envious of it, you're the sort of guy who would watch a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles animated series on mm-hmm. Cartoon Network released this year yeah, with your cereal, and you would enjoy the feeling of... Maybe not this year. The animation has changed. Old school but Turtles, you... I'll still watch. 100%. Right. Old school exactly. X-Men, I'll still watch. 100%. Right. I won't. And there's, okay. there's no there's no right or wrong answer in either of them because I get that. Yeah, of course. Sitting down and watching the Avengers and Hulk and X Men, that little three parter that Marvel used to have on mm-hmm. Channel Four when we were kids. Yeah. With a bowl of cereal, it's that it's that there was no responsibility. There was no this. There was no that. There was no the other. It's a better time. It's a better time for you. And mm-hmm. it's although we both had childhoods that were hashtag interesting. Sure. That particular <laughs> bit of it. Yeah. was hashtag lovely. It was the nice little refuge. It's the safety. It is the yeah, safety. Exactly. That's, that's exactly what it is. So for you, it's you will do that and you'll enjoy the nostalgia because the nostalgia is the safety. It's like being wrapped in a blanket. It's like being given a blanket and a cup of tea mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah. It's like a little hug. I think for whatever reason, I don't have that switch. Mm-hmm. And for me, mm-hmm. I lament the fact that that was my island of safety because it just reminds me of all the stuff I was being kept safe from by that thing oh 100 percent. So, so that nostalgia i'm like i don't want that i look forward to what's new what's coming out mm. what's what's happening now because realistically i don't want to be that person anymore i don't want to be in that time anymore and i don't want to be reminded of being that person and being in that time i want to look forward and go banshees of inisherin i want to watch that saw it the other day you should watch don't, it i'm not gonna say anything but you should watch it yeah <clears throat> Obviously, I should watch it. It's my favorite. Yeah, exactly. Topic, right? See, I'm not saying anything that you don't already know. You asked me to not say anything. <laughs> I fucking lived up to your wish, and I get shit about it. No, oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out he's his father. Turns out they're both dead, and it's a dream. <laughs> Enjoy the film, fucker. <laughs> what are you going to write this film, Ben? Um, This is by far the best film of 2022 for me. Because like you're mm. saying, I, it's really interesting, that point that you just made. Sorry to come yep. back to that. No, 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 not at all. That's really interesting. So I'm in, I'm in therapy. And yeah, yeah. at the moment, I'm working through dealing with a lot of stuff that I haven't dealt with in the past. Oh, wait, in not it. the band. The, is no, there no, a question no. mark at the end? <laughs> no, 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 no. Like in the, in the fix the brain, not the dance about, please. Kind of okay, therapy, cool. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but in therapy, I'm learning to deal with shit from the past in a, yeah. in a healthier way because I, rather than deal with it, I've, like you rightly said, I've found solace in these moments yeah, yeah. and I've hyper-focused on it. I think that's mm. like being on the spectrum, but hyper-focus on something 
and then just not deal with the the naughty stuff just put that under the rug fuck it it doesn't matter so going back and doing it it's interesting that you that you you put the point the way you did because with the with the old school stuff like Rocco's Modern Life was always my weak point Mm. it was it was fucking hilarious and I love the accents so uh, Mm -hmm. what's up Australia so um, (laughs) (laughs) I've got the I've got the DVD now I'm going back and watching it 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 takes me back to a time when the the bad stuff was going on but learning to Mm. deal with the bad stuff in a healthy way it's like giving a younger version of myself a little pat on the back you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? You, it's a, yeah, it's you're giving weird... your giving your giving your past a bath and yeah, a hug. It's like it's like having a little chat with my inner child, and it's just mm-hmm. it's a it's a weird, intimate moment that's both yeah. lovely and heartbreaking at the same time. That got way deeper than I wanted it to, but you brought no, up some I weird shit yeah. there, and it was it was great. So thank you for that. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> phone my therapist shortly and be like, "Got an appointment tomorrow, bud. Good stuff." <laughs> Cracking out the Rocco's modern life, being like, "Yep." <laughs> no, but no, you are you you are right. I, I, Dear therapist, I cannot enjoy anything that existed after 1995. <laughs> no, no, no. I still look forward to the new stuff. I just, yeah, yeah, I, it's yeah. just nice to sort of dip back in every now and then. Uh, Banshees of, in- yeah. of Inisherin, you should, you should see. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna try. I live, I live. Should be good. I don't drive, and I don't live within walking distance of a cinema. So if I want to see a film, I have to go, Mummy. Mummy, can you? Mummy, need a wipe. Mummy, I need a wipe. <laughs> get a bike. I said I'd get you a bike. I'll get you a bike as long as you cook for me at some point because you've been working in kitchens recently. So I want to put the chef in skills to the test. That's a fair trade. I was a much better cook before I started working professionally. Because <laughs> I gave a shit about the food. Now I'm just like, is it warm? Yeah, th- there you go. It's Eat fine. It. Send it out. Um, <laughs> where are you rating this film, Ben? Uh, this is the biggest... It's the biggest ten. It's it's unrateable. It's perfect. It's your fa- it's your favorite film of twenty. It's the favorite film of twenty twenty two, man. It's it's mm. just hands down, outrageously good. Mm. Brian O'Halloran in this movie breaks my fucking heart, man. Yeah. He is a fucking titan in this movie. I'm not saying that anyone else is because Randall uh, Jeff Anderson equally yeah, fucking good, yeah, but yeah. for a slightly different reason. Yeah, yeah. Those two guys fucking broke me, but made mm-hmm. me. And then broke me again. <laughs> All I'm doing watching this is I'm watching this going. It's two best mates trying their best to fucking do a thing, create some shit yeah. out, just do a thing, get it out in the world, and then hope for the best. And the way it plays out is I'm just fucking watching it, going, "Well, this is me and Rob." And then it plays out the way it plays out, and I'm just fucking like in bits, being sort of like, "Well, <laughs> what the fuck happens if? What happens if you go first? Yeah, because Ben, neither of us are going to be as transparently two D a callous asshole as, Ra- as you, Randall you is me. in this film. <laughs> he's been an asshole the whole time. He's just he's just playing into himself. He's just him times ten. It's a fifty-year-old man with the emotional development of a ten-year-old. Exactly, Randall. He's yeah. been that the entire fucking last thirty years. Yeah, yeah. It's and just, just now he's age appropriate, anymore. and everyone's like, "Well, that's not very good." Why? Yeah. He's been an this None of this is a surprise. It's all fucking tracks. It's all the same. Anyway, what are you rating it? Uh, let's ask what. Let's ask my dog Lola what she thinks. Lola. That no, was at least not... ten sniffs. That was at least ten <laughs> sniffs. So Lola gives give... it ten sniffs and a paw. Lola gives, Lola gives it ten sniffs and a paw, and uh, right. leaning up against the warmth of the laptop charger because we've not got the heating on because we're poor. That sounds lovely. Um, we, uh, I'm going to. I mean, this is a one. 
No. Unreal. This is a three. Unreal. This is a three. <laughs> because I like the plot. I like Jason Mewes. And when the actors are allowed to, there is some good acting in here. Okay. But uh, I, re- I repeat my phrase. This is seeing the love of your life with track marks on our arms, sucking dick behind a bin. And I get angry and upset and mm-hmm. worried about her. And Ben joins the queue and finds a fiver in his pocket so he can enjoy a nice little nostalgia hit. And with that, everybody... turn around, walk in the opposite direction and go watch Rocco's Modern Life and be like, well, (laughs) could have been worse for me. (laughs) No, 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 no. Ben Ben, Ben joins the queue and then goes, this is the best blowjob I've had in 2022. You're so... This analogy, just it doesn't track. It's, it's, It's not... You're normally bang on with your analogies as well. Yeah. On a scale of one to prolapsed asshole <laughs> yeah this is this full is prolapse. prolapsed this asshole. is this is baby elephant trunk all right the film the film no movie. your analogy your analogy oh, is okay. baby elephant trunk prolapsed asshole mm. of the scale we love you all very very much thank you all for hanging out with us it's been <laughs> what we doing next ben incredible uh next we're starting on godzilla was that Godzilla? That's the original 70s theme tune for Godzilla, you probably. Oh, right, okay. Dun, 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 oh, right, when you do it much quieter and not fucking destroying my ear holes, yeah, I can kind of make out some sort of tune there, but all I heard was... I was like, oh, this is a long song. This is a long one. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to be doing Godzilla, the recent four-piece movie. And then mm-hmm. what else are we doing? Interspersed. So, so this is part of uh, Ben Picks, Rob Picks. And Ben wanted to do big, smashy monsters uh, in CGI. Yeah, I wanted to do the thinking pieces, right? Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to go with, like, monsters eat. <laughs> monsters eat people and yeah. smash about. Basically, Japanese kink. You, you nuke a country twice and they're like, ah, oh, knock me over, senpai. It's more American, a big radioactive lizard. Americans appropriate in Japanese culture, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because we're doing, we're doing the recent ones. Yeah, we're doing the recent uh, ones. We're not doing, like, the original kaiju movies. Uh, and that's going to end with the kaiju special. And yes. uh, I decided we are going to do the movies, nay, the masterpieces of Martin McDonough. So for those of you mm. that don't know, he's the guy that wrote In Bruges. Not seven. seven psychopaths. Sin it. Uh, seven billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. I thought it was three. Oh, three billboards. Seven psychopaths. Three psychopaths. Yeah. Seven billboards. <laughs> what is happening right now? Are you having a stroke? Do I need to call someone? That's yeah. because I'm excited. And then we're going to okay. end with uh, Banshees of Inisherin once I've seen it. Yes. Yes. So you've got a little bit of culture there with your... Um, Godzilla, King Kong. Godzilla movies. Yep. And then you've got a little bit of popcorn, brainless entertainment with exactly. some of the most sharply written films ever to come on exactly. the screen. Ugh, wordy. Let's just wordy. get to the snappy, snappy mecha Godzilla. All right, let's just yeah. build up to that. King Kong smash, Godzilla fight, King Kong, Hollow Earth. It's all in mm-hmm. there. You know what I mean? <laughs> what would make it better? Mecha Godzilla. Chuck it in. I would love to see Martin McDonough write a Godzilla movie. It would I, be fucking excellent. Every, Godzilla's Irish in that movie. It just <laughs> rises from the ocean to go to the pub every now and then. It's yeah, yeah. I'd love yeah, that yeah. film so fucking it's just much. God, it's just Godzilla with depression. It's sunset it's, in it with two kaijus. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't feel like knocking over buildings gives me the joy it once did. Oh my God. I fucking love that idea for a movie. Right. Everyone, join us next week as we start our Godzilla quadrilogy. I'm going to give you a little bit of advice that we got from Clerks 3 that I think we can all take away and apply to our lives. Live whilst you can, 
love whilst you can, and God damn it, dream bigger. It's Rebecca Scott Hicks. Beautiful. Fucking yeah. beautiful. Time is precious, so don't waste any of it watching Clerks 3. Dream Bye, bigger. Watch Clerks 3. Good Bye.